Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey and Brandon. Welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby. He's Davey. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Goons. Now let's get you all the info you need to be a champ. It is the My Guys episode. We've got we're just closing in on the start of the regular season, just under a month away. Soon we'll be coming at you once a week. Uh, but how are you guys doing this week? Good. Doing really good. I'm getting gearing up for hockey. Obviously, football's in full swing now, and we're kind of uh, watching that team. But I'm so, so pumped for uh, oh, yeah. for hockey, though. When you get the two connected and you get two, yeah. it, it's hard for fantasy purposes, though, because you've got so many teams you got to keep up with oh, every yeah. week. But I love it, though. It's like, it's a good time of the year. One basketball, too, guys. We oh, can't forget you basketball's can't also, uh, also coming up and happening. Yeah, I'm jazzed up, fellas. I'm jazzed it's up. that time of the year. Ready to go. Uh, we don't have much news uh, as far as fantasy updates, but uh, we're doing our my guys, and so we're gonna jump straight into it. Uh, we're gonna we we have about two to three each. I'll start us off with the left winger out of Ottawa, Tim Stutzel. Uh, twenty nine points, fifth among NHL rookies in fifty three games last season. The number three pick in the twenty twenty NHL draft will probably play on top power play unit. We talked a bit about him in the regular show in our Atlantic Division update when we were talking about Ottawa. Um, I really like what he can bring to this team and what he can bring to the league. Um, I don't know what he's ranked going into the season, but I think he is going to be the. Uh, I think he's probably the best, going to be the breakout player on that team. Uh, last year, he finished uh, ninth place in the Calder Trophy voting, uh, and he had a great World Juniors Championship performance. So I'm excited to see what he brings to this team and to this league. He is not, as far as ESPN, as far as just the standard ESPN ranking, he is not 250. Um, I think that it's, I think that that's a great, I think it's, he's a 250, top 250 player easy. So the fact that he's not ranked on here, I mean, I'm just looking down at the, at some of the bottom. I mean, Katakanemi uh and, and Carolina is is the two hundred and fiftieth ranked player. And I think that uh I think that I think that he's he's a great player, obviously. There's a lot of uh yeah, a lot of stats. Wild. I would lot never of stats would have thought he's not even around. top two fifty. A lot of lot of stats to go around there yeah. in uh in, in Carolina and not a lot of not a lot of I mean, you have to imagine that uh, an NHL team is going to score points. So uh, <laughs> I think that. Uh, well, maybe not Buffalo, but we're not talking about Buffalo. <laughs> we're talking about NHL teams, Bobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brandon, why don't you hit us with your first uh, with your first guy? Oh, I'm sorry. I You would put Tom and uh, it's Tim. I put Tim on the dock. <laughs> Maybe I miss. I'm not. You know. Okay. First of all, everybody here knows I can't read. I had searched Tom. He is actually 158. Okay, that makes more sense. But still, I still think that he has yeah. to be. I think that he'll he will be ranked up. Yeah, I was say, that was blowing my mind if he wasn't in the 250. <laughs> um. Now Tom Stutzel, not a breakout player. Don't Tom, draft Tom Stutzel. Don't, yeah, don't get him. Well, I think that he could be a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
I'm going to go with a an on the nose pick, I guess, but but I I'm I'm ranking him a lot higher than than where he has as far as when you get up into the the top 20, top 25 folks, it's a lot harder to move up yeah. positions there. Mm-hmm. Going with my guy, one of my guys last year, Sebastian Ajo, uh, center for Carolina, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. His standard ESPN ranking is 22. Last season, he had 24 goals, 33 assists, and 56 games played, 18 power play points, three shorthanded points, 148 shots, 52.75 faceoff win percentage, a 16.2 shot percentage. Great season last year. Can't no no denying that. I think he's poised for an even better year this year. Carolina has made some some great improvements uh, to their team in my mind. I think they're a much more uh, solid team than they were last year. I think that the division that they will be playing in this year is uh, is to their advantage. I am. This is a this is a big prediction. My prediction is he's going to be top five fantasy player in, in nearly every fantasy format. That is it's bold, but awesome. It's bold. I like the bold. I mean, I, I, figure, <laughs> I don't, if I'm I don't necessarily a, disagree. If I'm going to pick a guy that's a top twenty-five guy, I got to make a bold prediction. Yeah, you if have I'm to making him you my guy. If I was just mm, like, oh, he, he's, he's moving up to the top twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a oh, his ranking's twenty-two. He's going to be a top fifteen player. Well. Okay, well, that's not a that's, that's not, not a pre- fun, yeah. that's not a prediction really. Yeah. That's just open stating the, what could be the obvious. So I figured if I wanted to put a guy like Sebastian Ajo as as one of my guys, I needed to make a bold prediction. I don't think top five is out of it. I almost put top three, and I was like, oh, that's that's well, really tough. But where, I think where that are you he drafting Ajo in your leagues? Ah, uh, if I. I think it's hard. I, I don't think I'd take him outside of the top five. If I have a top five pick and Aho is there, there are very few guys that I'm. So you've got pick number three, him. and he's available. But so are the other guys. You'd have a pick number three, probably. I'm no go. Assuming on pick three, assuming but. Connor McDavid and Drysaitel off the board. Okay, so you're saying I'm at pick three, McDavid and Drysaitel off the board. You get McKinnon. Well, then it's easy McKinnon. <laughs> it's okay. easy McKinnon yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, I'm taking him over Austin Matthews. I, I think I would too. Are you almost. taking him over? Uh, uh, McKinnon, Drysdale, McDavid, at all? If those are, if if no, okay. no. What about Kucherov? That's a uh, man. I I personally am taking Kucherov over him. Yeah, but right behind him, I, yeah, would be Ajo. I would take him over Kucherov. Okay, okay. So I mean, that I, if I'm gonna sell my belief in it, like I need to. I, I mean, really hope you get put in that situation. So then you have to say, I know. Yeah, now I've got to do this, <laughs> Bobby. Bobby, <laughs> my belief, through. my belief is my belief is strong. I hope I get put in that position yeah. as well. We all hope to be if put I, in that if situation. I get, <laughs> if I get picked four, if I get picked four, I'm. Yeah, I think pick four is where I'm taking him. Hi, I mean I'm taking McDavid, McKinnon, Drysidle over him. That's not yeah. uh that's that's not a question. I think do I think that he has a chance to go above one of those guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I would not be surprised. I would I it, it would be a thing that I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up being the top guy. Uh, but I I don't think so. I think that four is as early as I'm comfortable taking that risk. 
It's, I mean, it is a risk. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're it, skipping over, risk. you're skipping over some guys, but I mean, it, if yeah. I'm, and if you're in a 12 team league, that's a lot of guys. It it's back a lot to of you. faith in Aho. But yeah. honestly, Bond, you and I have always been Aho guys. I'm super We're big Aho. on Aho. Yeah, I like Aho. You know, yeah. like, it almost seems like we always talk about him at least once, you know, per we, show. It's almost like know? we have to. I mean, yeah, yeah. the dude is 24 years <laughs> old. Like, this is when guys break out, you right, know, like, right. and he's been, he's been that guy for a while. I, 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 I was big on him last year and my belief in, I had him as what, wasn't that my early heart winner yeah, early was, on? Yeah. I mean, he 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 was he was a couple of great plays from possibly being that guy. I uh, I I'm big on him again this year, and so if I'm gonna make him my my guy, I think that even if some you know no matter what happens, he's a top four pick to me in my mind. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are drafting with me and I have eight eighth pick and you guys are leaving him there, you best believe he's gone. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'll take three guys ahead of him and then he will be my pick. Cool. All right. Uh, David, your first or your first guy. Yeah, I went, so I, I did this a little bit differently. I, uh, cause these are some players here that not, not a lot of people are probably thinking too highly of and they're it's, almost sleeperish, but they're, they're, you know, they are essentially sleeperish. There is no rules to I, my yeah. guys. Yeah, right. Right. So these, I just think that they're going to improve drastically and, and not that they had bad years, but they're going to improve. So Igor Sharon Govich name that nobody really is talking about too much. Uh, you know, essentially New Jersey. Well, Cause Devils. I can't really say it. It's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. But like Bond told me when I said, uh, when, when we were talking about Kotka Niemi, he said, just, just have confidence when you say it. And so I've, I've mastered it. So Sharon Govich. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. if you, yeah, if we weren't even talking name wise, like I would be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Govich. Honestly, on the Sharon main Govich. show, there was a bunch of different names and I, I was just going, some of them, I was just going to confidently purposely saying them completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know, but, but this guy, he's got a, ESPN rank at 251 uh, last season his rookie campaign. He had 16 goals and 14 assists. I mean, not a bad rookie season. I mean, I, I don't think he's a player on, on anyone's roster, really, but I'd, I'd start paying attention to him. He's got first line exposure to Jack Hughes and uh, uh, Kokkinen, uh, which is good. So, I, I, you know, I know it's the Devils, but, you know, I think they might be turning a new leaf. Devils might be coming back around. I know we talked about this a few weeks ago, but. But I think the Devils might be coming around. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk about him a little bit later as well. Good. Yeah. And I love that. So and, and I think he's going to get a little more power play exposure. Didn't get much last season. I think he's due for some of that. Um, I kind of like this guy. I think that 251 rank is is going to change. And I, that's kind of why I picked him. So I know it's the Devils, but I love well, it. Well, I mean, and we we always talk about, well, it's this bad team. Well, bad teams still score goals. And yeah. so if there's less players to yeah. do that, then your guy has a bigger opportunity to do yeah. it. I don't. I'm not as I'm not as high on the Devils as I think we were we all were going into last season. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm th- I feel like I'm much bigger. I feel like they have a few guys that are going to be more fantasy relevant than they were last season. Yeah, it's a sure, tough sure. team for us to just sit around and talk fantasy relevancy about. But yeah. this could be one of the guys on the radar here. Yeah. Well, like bringing a guy like Dougie Hamilton in immediately yeah. makes your yeah. your your offensive lines a more relevant team they just yeah. he's just that good Definitely. of a, a good of a blue liner so I, I don't hate the pick at all yeah uh capo caco uh right winger from the rangers uh, uh, underwhelming in his first two seasons 40 points minus 23 in his first 114 games but with uh Buchnevich gone and under new coach Gerard gallant there's opportunity for caco to earn a top six and first power play role with exposure to elite four like artemi Panarin and or 
if you invest in Rangers players like those two guys, stack with Kako in later rounds. I think he is going to be a solid producer uh, at a value pick. Um, and I do think that he is going to perform well for the next two or three seasons. I think that the biggest, I completely agree with you. I think that he's been underwhelming. I think that you highlighted the biggest point uh, of him being a potentially great fantasy asset, Gallant. I think that that mm-hmm. is, I, say, I think saying that name right there makes him immediately more relevant. Wild Bill Carlson was not worth anything until Gallant got a hold of him in, in Vegas. And, you know, yeah. there is a lot of factors that go into that. I think Gallant and, and the Rangers are a team to be reckoned with yeah, this year. I agree. I, I think that they are dangerous, and we've been talking about that potential danger uh, for the past uh, past season or so. Yeah. I I I love the pick. Yeah. I think it, I think it's a I think it's a really really good pick. And I think last season the Rangers really were just. Zibanejad was on a cold streak for most of the season. He yeah, went he was, many yeah. games without even getting on the score sheet at all. I think that changes this season. And once he broke it open last season, he broke it open and came in scoring. a little too late for your fantasy team, but yeah. but not too late for this Bobby season. to be able to lock into it and be like, "I told you." <laughs> <laughs> Cabo Caco first liner this year, yeah. Uh, ooh, I, I, uh that's a that's a tough sell. To honestly, me. I, yeah, I think he's going to be with Panarin and Zavinajad, and so I, I, I what yeah. about Alexis? What is it, Lafreniere? I think he stayed. Where where was he this past season on the second line? Or yeah, I think he was primarily. Yeah. I could see them switching out. I just, I mean, I'll be interested to see what Gallant does. It's gonna be fun to watch. It is. It, this team's gonna be awesome, actually. ESPN standard ranks has Kako at uh, one ninety eight. I'll tell you what I dislike about. You know, I get you know we don't want to just talk about all the good and why why he has that massive opportunity. I don't like the singular right wing tag yeah. on him that it that that makes it a little harder mm-hmm. for me to I, I mean where you're gonna get him you're right yeah. you're gonna steal him no matter where you yeah. get him. and honestly with a new coach coming in that kind of stuff could change we could sure. see by the time in two or three weeks when because where it's, training camp's about to open we yeah, could see mostly if, we, is yahoo gonna change yeah it. and really it could all it could be is you know galan comes in and says hey we're gonna we're gonna try you in the center circle for a little bit and see how that rolls we're gonna mm-hmm. switch you around with zibinajad and see how that goes i mean so we'll, we'll, who i knows? think if he could get a, i think if he could get a left wing right wing tag it immediately bumps Beautiful. him up yeah 15 20 drafts it really does that, yeah that late um I, I love it, though. I love the pick. All right. Uh, what's your second one? Uh, my second one, I went really bigger names this year, but I, I did go, I did, I think my predictions are high enough to where I get a little bit of leeway on taking these bigger names. Yeah. Matty Barzell. I have him, uh, he was standard ESPN ranking at set at, at 65. 17 goals, 28 assists in 55 games last season. Only eight power play points. I think that can improve. That would be that would be best case scenario for him to uh, to bump himself up the rankings. 134 shots, uh, you know, 43 uh, percent faceoff win. Only a 12.7 shot percentage, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like that could improve. 
I liked the Isles last year. You guys know that I lo- I love the Isles last year. I feel like they went. I, I feel like they made me look good by liking them. <laughs> yeah. They they went pretty far. He's twenty. He's twenty. This twenty four year old should make some improvements this year on a team that I feel like improved. I feel like they brought in yeah, uh, so. brought in some adequate talent to make them a better team, and. My prediction is top 35 fantasy player this year. And that is something we haven't seen out of a guy that that everybody has been extremely high on. I think that he's going to drop down draft boards because he has disappointed folks Yeah, time and time again. But again, the dude is 24 years old. He's no Sebastian Ajo. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But I feel like... The guy is getting a better feel of the league. He didn't have a fantastic regular season, but I feel like he stepped it up in the playoffs and got that feel for it. So I, I'm going. I'm going old. Did the the old fastest skater in the in the league? Yeah, he's a first line Maddie. guy too. And yeah. there's players around him that can he can benefit from. And I I think the team is is confident. I think they're more confident going in now. They've Agreed. got these young yeah. guys getting some experience. So. Eight power play points is of is very low yeah. on the scale of things too. I think that I mean, I feel I feel like eight secondary assists is is an option for him this year on the power play. Yeah. You know, and I feel like. Uh, and they're not a super, super high-scoring team. I feel like they could be, though. They have guys there that could – they could beef up their offense a little bit. I think that the one, as much as we're talking up Kako because of his coach, Gallant, I think what does hurt him point-scoring-wise is Barry Trotz. As great mm. of a hockey coach as he is, the style of hockey that he coaches is not a massive scoring style. So I feel like that could be what, what hurts me. And now this is one I have a prediction that he's going to be a top 35 fantasy player. He hasn't sold me though. I would not take him in the top 35 picks. Yeah. We felt like he was going to be too, you know, I think over the last, you know, with him coming up, I think that we were thinking he was going to be a standard, obvious top, almost top 20, you know, like, yeah. like he was going to stay there. Yeah. It's, it's just tough seeing his, players his, like that fall. His size, his size, he, until he gets a little bit of, of, of age on him and understands the league more, his size doesn't right. sell that point to me. You know, he's a smaller guy and that's okay. I mean, he can be a great hockey player. But when you don't also have that IQ to go with it, not that he can't have it, I think it's hard for for it would be hard for me to take him top thirty five. I think that he's going to be great this year. I would be, I would hesitate to take him. Let's say are we talking twelve or ten team league. I'm thinking top fifty for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd take him if I had the opportunity. I don't know that I'd go much higher yeah. than that yeah. just because i'm not sure he's you know i'm i'm sold on him i think he's gonna have a good season but it's a risk for yeah in a 12 team league i could if i depending on who's off the board i could see reaching for him late fourth round maybe yeah maybe yeah maybe which late, comes right around that 50th mark. maybe late fourth round especially if i'm low on if i've if i've gone wing heavy early yeah if i maybe i've taken an early goalie or, or something along those lines if I'm stacked up on, it, let's say in the scenario we already talked about, I got that fourth pick. I got Aho. 
you know, I don't know how far I'm reaching. Yeah. Another Chances are if, if, if the fourth round comes along and you've got the fourth pick, there's a good chance Barzell might not make it back around by the yeah. end of the fifth round. No, no. It, yeah. It's one of those things that if you got that late round, late fourth round pick, uh, depending on how big and how many people are in between, depending on how late, you're right. I mean, fifth round is about right for him. Uh, he's He's a big enough name value. The Islanders did well enough. That it, it's, I feel like he's going to be in that weird position that you, if you want him, you have to go get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you're at just the right spot in the draft to where he just happens to fall to you. I think that you're going to have to go get him. And I'll go get him if the price is yeah. right. For sure. I'm not overpaying. Exactly. Mm-hmm, definitely. I'll overpay for Aho. I yeah. under, I under, <laughs> I understand. I understand. And I don't even that. think it's overpaying. You're paying well, the price that Aho has. I exactly. mean, well, I mean, he's a. Fir- I mean, when he's a first round guy, you either have to get guy. him yeah. or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would still say that based on what we know right now, going up and grabbing Aho at fourth is probably overpaying, but I'm willing to do yeah. it. Whereas I don't know that I'm willing to wait. I'll overpay a little bit for Barzal. I'm not gonna way overpay for him. Yeah, I, I'm not going and sneaking up in in uh in in round late round three yeah. to grab him. But if the sixth or seventh round and Barzell's somehow still there, you oh need to take goodness. take him. him. Well, yeah. if, if it's sixth or seventh round, he would have already been taken by me in, yeah. in, in the fifth round. In the fifth round. Uh, so if it's fifth round and you're before uh, Bond, take yeah. Barzell. Yeah, that is that is if Barzell if he's still on the on the board and you really want him, know that fifth round is my target spot. Again, depending on roster, what I have at that point, but uh, but I mean, I think that's the right spot yeah. for him. All right, so you're heading over to L.A. Yes, and I've got a few L.A. players to uh, to chat about this evening. Um, Victor Arvidsson, our former boy in Nashville. Oh, I miss him. I know. Uh, 10 goals, 15 assists last season. It was a tough year. Uh, change of scenery is certainly going to help him. I, I think it's going to. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a guy. Change who, of coach is probably going to yeah, help him the most. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who had two 30-goal campaigns and a 29-goal campaign. So this guy knows how to find the score sheet. I mean, he has potential to hit 25-plus goals this season as well. I think he's going to do it personally. I think he's going over 30. I mean, I think it's strong. There's a strong chance he's going to bounce back this year. There's no doubt about it. His shot percentage was second lowest of his career last season. And so that was a far, that was a dip. It was 6.6% where he's usually over 10. He averages like 11. So that that was a dip, but I like this guy. I like him. I think he's a solid fantasy choice. I think we're going to see a nice uptick in him. Last year, he was almost not fantasy relevant. You remember that? Like it yeah. was weird. It was, yeah, it was a lot of injuries. Yeah. A lot of, and that's well, and the, and the, and the, and the team and, and the, the style of play from the yeah. Predators was, was I think that, I think that's something that not necessarily you fellas are underselling, but it's just undersold on Victor Arvidsson is effort level yeah yeah that dude is gonna give you a thousand percent every single play which can get him into injury yeah injury issues and problem i think i think the la this year is going to be a perfect opportunity for him to show that scrappiness in a in a not fantastic pacific division yeah i mean we're back to the regular pacific division <laughs> and i think that I, I think i completely agree i think he's gonna eat uh this this season i'm with you bobby i think 30 goals is a is a is a minimal yeah i could see him yeah. in 34 35 i said yeah. 25 plus to be safe 
No, no, no. I mean, but, but twenty-five plus is a, is going to be a perfect season for yeah. where you're going to get to draft yeah. this and guy. He's going to be playing first line. There's a I mean, and there's he, a good chance he may you may get him on the market after the draft is done, depending on what your legal is. Like. I mean, you I, could. Yeah, could. they have him. An ESPN standard has him at uh, one forty-six. Double positional eligibility, yeah, I can't which beat it. I do love. You think where what you think he'll get first line? I do. I think he'll think go he'll first, first line. line. I think he's going with Kopitar and I follow or you follow or yeah. Um yeah. You know, so that that's my guess. That I, is Philip Deneau might even take Kopitar's spot on the first line, I think, maybe a, a few times here and there. But well, uh well being being your guy, Davey, where are you drafting this guy? Yeah, that's a tough that's a tough one because he's 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 not really draftable in my top in my top let's see, let's go. Okay. We're doing I mean round. 10 is at the point yeah. where you're almost like just is he there take if a he, chance on he's him, yeah. gonna be probably that's pretty good you know what yeah. i mean that's not bad if he's for there, sure you know what i'm saying and that might be a stretch saying depending on how many teams are in your league but round 10 might be no yeah i think i think a lot of the reasons why he's been taken before in leagues that we are in is simply name we value are in nashville, nashville. Yeah, we're nashville. nashville we we are we mostly we have some people outside of nashville but most of our our home leagues as you as you call them are mostly Nashville based. And yeah. so uh, and we don't play with it's not 10 Brandon Davies and Bobbies who literally do a whole podcast about fantasy. That sounds like a glorious party. We love though. it. <laughs> yeah. 30, 30 of us, 10 each. <laughs> it is not a glorious it's not a glorious uh party for the neighbors. That is uh no, but uh but you know, we got guys that Go by who that's that's every league. Yeah. People draft people they know and they know predators and yeah. so predators get drafted. Yeah, and that's every sport. I knew someone took Michael Thomas in this in a fir, in the first over in the first round in one of my football leagues because they just don't have name knew, value because they because they knew who he was and they're they're an idiot because it, you know it, I, I don't even want to talk yeah. about no that. yeah I mean I don't mean, bring this <laughs> up to me Bobby you're getting me riled <laughs> I think that I think that. Um, in our home leagues, he'll probably still go a little earlier. I think he will. Then we may yeah. be comfortable going because I mean our ultimate goal is to win. Yeah. Look, these guys are our guys, but like yeah. we're not we're we're gonna still try to win based on what we think. Yeah. I think that that is a, a great choice. I think when you get into say our keeper league where we have a bunch of guys for, from everywhere, you might be able to steal steal him later on in the yeah. draft. Yeah, or it, maybe even after the draft ends, you go in there and you can make some moves and pick him up. He's, yeah. he's 28 years old, so he should be priming right now. You know what I'm saying? These next two years should be his big years. I think they should be at least. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming he's going to go eight to, in rounds 8 to 10. Is do, you think he, average, how, do you think there's a chance he, if he's on that top line, he hits that 40 mark, 40 goals? Gosh, I could see it, but I don't see any case. He would have to have a I don't, hot streak. I think there's yeah. a non-zero chance it happens, but I think it's very, <laughs> yeah. very yeah. low. Uh, yeah. I think it's very low. I think that a lot of things would obviously have to fall right. I think that he would need to have a massive boost in his power play scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I think he would need, ha, need well, to Well, and when you think have, about it, he might have been limited with the Preds' bad power play. Now, he's not going to sure. a great Kings game, but he is going to a bad Pacific. Sure. Where he can feed on some teams there, sure. Like you I, said, I think I think that his power play goal, if he wants to hit forty, I think his power play goal number needs to be seven to ten. Is that you know, fair? Yeah. That's fair. I could see them dropping him back to the point. 
on power plays. I could see that happening because he's actually got a dang good shot for, yeah. him, for a little guy. Like he, I could see that happening. And he's quick. He can move the puck quick on the top. I, I think the biggest thing with that is is he's not going to be able to body somebody if that puck Probably gets not. taken. I think that's going to be my. I <laughs> I think personally, I think he would be a. I think he thrives when he's right there in front of the net because yeah. he's so you know he he's is. such a small guy yeah. but he's still scrappy but i also think that if he's on the point like that he can get back quick so I agree. you know what i'm saying I so like oh I, I think that could help i don't know this gonna be fun i'm, gonna, I'm excited to watch I mean, the Kings i am too, too. Yeah, i'm so excited you can put him anywhere he's yeah. flexible you know that's what Absolutely. i said about him all right so going back to my last one now uh i'm going to new jersey Jack Hughes, um, center, last uh, 11 goals, 20 assists last season. He showed significant improvement. Um, he went from 21 to 31 points in his, uh, in his second year. I see him becoming a mega star in this league. Uh, top tw- I, I, I believe he's a top 20 points candidate. And if he can get some playmakers around him oh, up in wow. New Jersey, top 10 in points. Not uh, now. Wow. Now that's points. Not, that's for so if you're in a Cats league, I, he loses a little bit of value. If yeah. you're in a if you're in a uh, points league, I think he is. If you can get him right, I, I mean, I'm I'm still debating on myself on when I would draft him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I personally would reach for Jack Hughes. Okay. Um, obviously, I don't think you'll have to. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I think either. he's I think he's disappointed enough, yeah. folks, that you know, I when you get that really high draft pick. And then he doesn't pan out immediately. Yeah. I think that I think that people tend to be like, yeah. oh, well, not him. I'm I, not going to take I could see, him. honestly, him dropping to like eighth, ninth round in many leagues. Oh, honestly, no yeah. question. And I think he is, his value is much higher than that. Right. I think he is going to be, and obviously I, he's, he's my guy, so of course I think that, but uh, he, is a, he is a natural born athlete. He is a great score. He's got a great shot. Um, and he's just not on a good team, but we've already said, we think New Jersey is going to be a little bit better than the expectations yeah. are for this season. Um, and they've got some, they brought in some good pieces and they are doing a rebuild how you're supposed to do a rebuild and it's looking good. And I don't know how old Jack Hughes is right now. Um, but I, he's still, I can, I can give you that answer. He's 75 <laughs> in the, uh, not 75 years old. I'm sorry. He's 75. He's ranked 75 on ESPN's, uh, top 250. He's 20 years old, 20 years old. Right. Yeah. I think that I don't, he's think a that baby. We have, <laughs> we have not seen what this guy can do yeah. yet. And I don't think that if we even di- will in the next yeah. two to three if years. If you're in a I mean, dynasty league. If you can trade uh, for Jack Hughes in a dynasty league, honestly, I would go in and I would give. Let's be honest, though. If you play dynasty hockey, you've drafted Jack Hughes and you are not giving it up until at least 23. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. If you can find someone who's an idiot, honestly. We should start a dynasty league, Bobby. (laughs) I, I, I personally, right now, would give up. Sidney Crosby for Jack Hughes in a dynasty league. Oh, right if now. you could find someone to do that. I mean, the dude, <laughs> the dude legit. I'm looking at his picture. Sidney Crosby's also he out for like the first couple months of the season. looks like he is 12 years <laughs> yeah. old. And I think even in a redraft league, something that is undersold, center left wing yeah. capabilities. That you is, love it. That is killer. Dude. All right. So, Bobby, I'm going to play a quick. I'm sorry, Davey, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I think Jack Hughes and Sharon Govich, who was my pick, I think they're going to tear it up this year. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be a fun combo yeah, to watch. I, honestly, I could see Jack Hughes um, 
hitting. This, I could see him hitting 30 goals this season, this maybe 35. Is the, this is the most, I think, of all of our picks, I think it's the most intriguing because of his name value. I'm going to play a little game with you, Bob. It's, it's, are you, will you draft Jack Hughes over this person? Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say kill. Well, I, I, I'm going to give, give you a couple. Guys. I'm going to kill. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a couple of names and you tell me whether, if you would draft them over and let's just assume that he fits your yeah. team build perfectly. Obviously yeah. there's going to be Sam, uh, Sam Reinhardt in Florida. Yes. I think I agree with that. I think that he has a much better opportunity. Yeah. I like the, also like the Devils more than the Panthers this year. Oh wow, that's. I mean, as far as fantasy value, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, in the standings, okay. I was but fantasy say, value. I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, JT Miller, Vancouver. I have not done any research on JT Miller, so I'm going to go ahead and say before only because I haven't. He hasn't been on my radar to look him up. Okay. Uh, let's go. I'm, I'm gonna going to go JT Miller. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I, I mean, if I look especially, at his, I'd have especially, to look at his numbers. especially cats league, JT Miller is yeah. going to be a much more valuable. Um, okay. This is a good one. This will be the last one. Cause we're not just going to do this all day. <laughs> I like this game though. <laughs> all right. Number 250. Uh, <laughs> Joe Pavelski. Honestly, I, it's, my reaction was that it would be hard, but honestly, where is Pavelski? Is Pavelski still with the Sharks? Where is he now? Dallas. 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 Dude, Dallas. You remember Pavelski all day long. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what I'm was going, he the PowerPoints play? Uh, yeah. PowerPoints leader last year? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm that's going Pavelski. Yeah. I'm and I'm gonna be. I'm going Hughes. If we're being yeah. honest, yeah. I I think that uh, Pavelski had a a fantastic season mm-hmm. last season. In the right situation, we had a lot of injured. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you know, pun intended. A lot of injured stars. <laughs> I just like the players around him more. Pavelski I love. Too, you well, know? I love. I love the players around him more too. But I think it's. I think I would say that I think it's going to be a lot easier for P- Pavelski to drop into yeah. irrelevance no than doubt. it will be Jack Hughes too. And How that is going to be he leave San, San Jose because I feel like was his last, oh, it was last season, right? Okay, he's been I've, in Dallas two seasons. Okay. Two seasons yeah. okay. I should know. I was like, why does that feel? Why do I feel well, like I just basically, seen him teal? I was sort of right because it's basically one season because it was two yeah. short yeah, 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 seasons. Yeah. It was about 82 <laughs> games ago. Okay. Okay. So, I, you know, I just kind of wanted to feel he's, out how you were really feeling Year three of his three-year contract. So, yeah. Okay, and mine, and I, you know, and I feel like you guys are just throwing out these dope sleeper and great opportunity picks, and so like I even changed my uh, my prediction on this last one because I went with a, yet another great player in this league that's already done pretty well. I'm going Alex DeBrinket, uh in Chicago, left wing, right wing. Um, Positional eligibility. Standard ESPN ranking is 40. 32 goals and 24 assists last season and only 52 games played. 18 power play points. A shorty. 155 shots with a 20.6 
shot percentage. Uh, shot percentage. Now, I do have the caveat in there. That's an insane number, and that will regress. Okay, so I do not expect one in five shots that this guy takes is a goal. Okay, I don't want to. I want to highlight that. But I think that's the only regression that we have this year in stats. I think that Chicago is a massively improved team with a lot of their stars still available. I'm sorry, gross. I even have that. So what you're saying is that you love the Blackhawks this season. They're actually going to be good. Kirby Doc is going to be sick too. Like I think fantasy fantasy wise, which is a different person than Brandon is as a person. (laughs) And I have to highlight that. Bro, if if I could have a full team of Blackhawks and they were going to win me fantasy championships, you best believe I will draft every Blackhawk in the world. I have no qualms about winning championships with players and teams that I hate. I'm going to cut that up and move that all around. Cut it up. (laughs) Cut it up. (laughs) My prediction is a top 20 fantasy player this year. I think Chicago is like, I think that I'm trying to look at the way that they're doing the the way that they're going at it. I can't decide if they're like, this is our last draw with Taves and Kane, and this is we got to make it work now, or if they're like slowly doing this rebuild thing. Like, on I the think go, that like, they're doing the <laughs> they're doing the rebuild that every team wishes they could do with <laughs> yeah. players like Taves and Kane. <laughs> it they're is like, we're just gonna rebuild with a with a couple of three time Cup champions. <laughs> yeah, right. I, think, like, I think I think of their of their their old guard, if you will. They've got rid of the right one, in my opinion, when it comes to Duncan Keaton. Yeah, I think sure. they got rid of, and no they doubt. got rid of him for basically, you know, just not even having to deal with any of his huge contract. The they got a Vesna winner in goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be, but he is a Vesna uh, winner in goal. I think that, and I think that Flurry plays better when he is pissed off and now he's pissed off that he's been disrespected he got stabbed in the back a couple (laughs) years ago he wins a Vesna he gets gets traded I think that I I, I would love 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 to see a Taze Kane Debrinket line one I think that it would I think that and with with Debrinket being the star of the line but I mean it's uh it's a bold prediction at, at, at in the top twenty. It's a very tough sell. I had him top twenty five, but then I was like, well, "You guys are throwing out like legit options that you guys are probably going to hit." Top twenty is is totally possible to me, and uh, I think he's going to do it without a twenty percent goal scoring on his shot. So, um, yeah. What do you guys think? I, I mean, is I, I like it. I, I think you're. I, I mean, I I really like. I, him. I, I mean, don't think he'll be top tw- twenty. Something just dripped on me. Oh, right there. Oh, I spit on you. <laughs> I, I don't because you be- said you didn't think it was going to be top twenty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hawked one over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll be top twenty, but top thirty-five. I mean, maybe. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to. The, the Blackhawks are just in a weird spot. Sure. Uh, before we move on to that, you know, you're talking about your rebuild around players. Obviously, with Crosby and Malkin out um, for a considerable amount of time, 
What do you think that does to the value of the players that would be playing around them? Do you think that lowers them significantly or does that open up a door? I think it I think it depends on the player. I think a guy like Gunsel increases his value. Definitely. I think uh, I think a guy like Brian Rust it decreases who, who his needs value. that who needs to be fed and needs to be able to feed those guys exactly. I mm-hmm. think it really depends. I think Gunsel is a true star yeah. in this league that has mm-hmm. been kind of shoved to the background because he's playing with Crosby and yeah. that's what Hawkins. happens on that team. I think it really. I think and I think a, he's okay with yeah, it probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think the team in general is in a bad spot because they were built. They needed to be off to a fresh start. They have like a 10-game homestead in the first month. Oh, that's oh, wow. rough. And having that without your two biggest players it, in, in that Metro, if you get behind, you're going to be – you don't want to be fighting from behind and later in the season when you've got a bunch of road games later on. Um, but anyway, why don't you hit us with your last guy? Yeah, so I, I did something different here and went with a goaltender. Uh, I'm going another king. I'm going Cal Peterson. Uh, I just, I just love him. I think he's kind of ousted uh, Jonathan Quick now as the starter. I think that's where we're going to see that fully this year. Who? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's got an ESPN rank of two fifty three. Um, I think that his average draft positions around the one seventy four. I think we're going to see that. I mean, it's going to be much. I, I, it should be better. You know what I'm saying? I just, I have so much faith in this goaltender and in this core right now that I think this is going to be something different. We're going to see something cool here. He, he had a nine point uh, nine one six save percentage in fifty four NHL games. Um, quick was point eight nine six and one ten. So I mean, it's hard to just you know talk about the two there but uh i mean this guy should be the starter i mean he's proven it time and time again like like we saw last season i i'm a big fan of young goalies in this league coming up showcasing themselves playing under playing behind a goalie like jonathan quick helps him so now i think it's time he takes that leap and it's time for him to be the full-time starter this guy is the future of goaltending in in los angeles and i think we're going to see a big season from the kings that's why i did rv and peterson and I think that this this is going to be fun. I'm excited to watch it. You think the Kings make the playoffs? Yes, I think that they're okay. going to be they're going to make it in the Pacific. They're going to be the last team to um, skate by. That's okay, I, that's my guess. Do we? Do you guys think Kings are going to stick uh, sneak in there this season? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, I am. I think wild card it. <laughs> I think they're going to be that last team that that sneaks in in the Pacific. That is a that is a really tough question. It's it 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 is a and and I mean we always say this. I I all anytime I'm like oh this is a weak division in the uh, you know in any league all I can think about is that old school fantasy fantasy football NFL commercial where it is where they're where it has fans just saying things and it's like it's so obvious when they say it. But then, you know, it's it's obviously before, and it, and all I think about was name a stronger division in the league than the AFC East. Name one, and it was that season that they were all horrendous, <laughs> and like and like Matt Castle takes them to the to the uh, the Patriots to the playoffs at, with like eight wins or something <laughs> like that. And so, like it, you know, it's it's silly in my mind to to say it like that. I I just have a hard time seeing that the, the, they would have to be a completely different team in my mind. And it's obviously you think that they will be. I think that the stars are the stars. Wow. <laughs> I think <laughs> that the, uh, the, the flames were, they were just, they were in a 
in a bad situation for them them last year. I think that they're going to be okay. I would be uh, I would be surprised if the Kings make it. Um, one goalie I do want to talk about. Um, I didn't put him on my guys, but he's kind of a borderline my guy. That's your Demko. I mm. am big on him this season. Um, he burst into the scene in the postseason, taking over uh, Braden Holpe's job, who is now at Dallas. But we saw a lot from him in the postseason, uh, and they now and they added Oliver Ekman Larson to help out in front of him. They've got Yaroslav Halak as his backup. I think he's going to be a full fledged breakout, and he, I think he's going to be a star, especially in that Pacific Division. So I expect to see a lot from him. And um, yeah, I like that. I also think another name goaltender wise to bring up would be uh, uh, Markstrom. I just yeah. for some reason think that he has potential yeah. to really kind of agreed. Agreed. I, I I just don't see. I don't think that the I'm 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 looking over the over the teams and the divisional alignment. Oilers, Golden Knights, mm-hmm. and Flames are the three teams to me in in the Pacific now. Maybe the Kings slide into a wild card. I think the Central's pretty strong. I mean, they have they have have a couple of teams that, I mean, Wild, Blackhawks, Jets, so Blues, Avalanche, Stars. I think that it's. I don't know. They me, have to get that third spot in my mind. Give me your Pacific rundown. Who's your top three then in in the Pacific? You got you. I'm curious. I want to hear. Uh, Golden Knights, Oilers, and the Flames. You got Flames sneaking in, yeah. Kraken missing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think that I think that the Kraken's gonna. I think that uh, with the new expansion rules, yeah. the teams, the other teams figured it out. I Instead think of Vegas protecting, lined, I think the Stars lined up for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, right. I think it was just a not understanding the process where. Yeah. Nobody protect. Everybody protected their their high contract value guys, not thinking about the fact that Vegas couldn't take all of those guys. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And then they figured it out. So they didn't leave. They left. There was a lot of available. I mean, Matt Duchesne was available for the Kraken to take, and they didn't take him because it just doesn't work out for you to take high value contract. And so all teams protected their young, their youth, their mm-hmm. younger guys yeah. this year, and uh, and and so I just don't think. And now we said this about the Golden Knights too. I mean, we said that they were all oh, well, they'll never do anything. This is, and then they went to the Stanley Cup. So I'm not saying it's 100. percent I think that it. I think that the Kings absolutely could go to the playoffs, but yeah. in my mind, it has to be in one of those Pacific spots. Who's, who's a, this is my last question. And, uh, Kraken or Kings, who has the better record? Kings. Kings. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we all agree with that. I do not, I do not disagree with you in, in thinking that I think that the Kings will be competitive. I just can't sell myself in my mind that they're going to make the, they're going to make the playoffs there. Couple years, they're going to make a deep playoff run. I mean, yeah, we're going to all be talking about the Kings. (laughs) It's 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 a great it's a great organization, you know, and that and that and that's the the key is that they're going to be able to make it. Anybody have before we get out of here? Anybody have a backup goalie that they think has the potential to steal a role and make a massive impact fantasy wise? Yeah, you know me. I'm going Dallas Stars. 
Oh, I mean, they got like nine goalies. <laughs> I know. You're just like, <laughs> you're like one of the 32 is gonna be killing it. <laughs> I want to throw a surprising one out Jake there. Jake Ottinger, baby. And as, and as much as I, I, I love and hope this doesn't happen, I think David Riddich yeah. in Nashville has a real opportunity to, uh, you know, come in and, and make an impact. You losing hope in Soros over there? Or? No, no. I think Soros think is great. Good? I think that I think that that is a real opportunity. I mean, yeah. do I, I am I losing hope in Soros? Absolutely not. Do I have zero faith and continue to have zero faith in John Hines? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I do not believe in him at all. I think that he tried his best to ruin the season last year and he couldn't make it happen. And then he just ruined the playoffs. So uh, I, I just do not have any faith in in his ability. Uh, yeah. So I think that that, and I do believe in, in Riddich. I think that he kind of got a, a short end of the stick. Yeah. He was and, one of those hot, cold guys. You remember uh, a couple years back at, in fantasy wise, he was like a, you grabbed him for a while. You had him, you were riding him for a minute there. And then he kind of fell off. I think he was back up in Calgary at the time is what that yeah. was. Or actually he was fighting for that starting role with Smith. Wasn't he? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and yeah, they're, they're in Calgary. I mean, he's 29 years old. He's, I don't really ever feel like when he finally did get his real opportunity, the flames bring in Markstrom. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like he never really got that real opportunity. So I think he has a, has a good shot of, uh, Bobby, yeah. you got one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I'm split between two. Okay. I could see Ilya. Sor- you can say both. Yeah. Ilya Sorokin, uh, taking over Volamov or, uh, Vitek Vanacek for Samsonov in Washington. I yeah. think that those are going to be either timeshares or they're going to be competing. Um, I disagree with the the Varlamov only because it is a Barry Trotz run team. I think that he will have to be really, really bad. Yeah. I also think that Jordan Bennington is such a bad hockey player that Valet Husso, who's no one could come in and take that starting position. Any, I could go in and take that starting position. <laughs> Jordan Bennington. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, this is a, this is bold, but if I'm, I'm going outside of Dallas a little bit, cause Dallas is just what's going to happen with the goaltender situation. No one knows. Um, but Chris Dreger behind Philip Grubauer in yeah. Seattle. Dreger's good, man. He's actually a solid goalie. I know Grubauer is probably one of the better ones in the league right now, but still man, Dreger, I mean, give him a run for his money. I'd love to see it. It'd be fun. Is was Philip Grew was Philip Grubauer a product of Colorado? Yeah, playing with Colorado. I think they could he could be hundred percent. Another I, one, and it's your guy. Cal Peterson can take over Jonathan Quick. I think, he, I think he does this year. I think yeah. he does for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I, I think it's like a Pekka Rene Saros situation. Well, that and I think this is just one of those things where technically Jonathan Quick is the starter on paper going into that the season. Is, that's what but I was yeah. about Cal to say. Peterson is. The I was star. like, you're just. <laughs> so it's Rene of. You're just ago. throwing. You're just throwing. You're just throwing out the the real obvious. I don't think that would be a takeover. I think that that would be just what we transition. all know. Do you think Matt Murray keeps his starting job in Ottawa with uh, Gustafsson and Forsberg behind him? I yeah, mean, for I feel, now. Yeah. For now, for yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, I, I'm thinking. I think he keeps it for at least, and unless they fall off. I mean, I don't think they're making a change. I mean, I think that they're gonna. I think there's gonna be times when they're getting blown out a couple times that they pull them. But other than that, I mean. The the shark situation that's all bad. They're all I could see one of they got James Reiner, Aiden Hill, and Alexi Minichek, and they could all be gone. Do you through. think? Do you think yeah. that Evander Kane will get any goal time playing some goalie? 
<laughs> Probably. I think he's going to start. <laughs> he's hoping he's so going to he bet. He's going to bet against his. Team. <laughs> he's going to bet against himself. He'll be doing live bets, oh, like when the God. team's on the Goals other side of the out. ice. <laughs> Instead of a water bottle, he just has his phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got his bookie on the other side of the glass. <laughs> but all right, guys, uh, we will see you in two weeks. That was our my guys episode. Have a good one. Peace. This has been the Fantasy Goons Podcast, brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media.